December 20th, 2023 version of the Malcolm Go podcast. That was the boss, Bruce Springsteen, with Buffalo Gals from what I would consider probably the number one Christmas movie of all time. Uh, recently, you know, it's become my favorite over the years. It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, Tyler in studio, Malcolm Go Studios. Not a lot to talk about. Season kind of <laughs> just plodding along here, waiting waiting for it to end. Uh, just just become more of a... Uh, just a, an effort and futility, just an effort in, in, in how much they can torture me and, you know, force me to watch them each week. The, uh, the amount of times that I can get excited for them to put on their shirts only to be annoyed that they were wearing them two seconds later. Not much different than our lives. No. A couple good spots, but overall, you'd say, yeah, I, I, losing I, record. I, it's, it's gone to the point where, like, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch Frasier when I go to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, uh, that's the first thought in my head. I was like, I got so much to do, but it's always the same. Every single, my day has become, like, the Truman Show. It's just repetitive, uh... All day, or it's Groundhog Day. Probably not the Truman Show. It's Groundhog Day every day. I wake up, hit the fucking alarm clock, and I'm just like, Ugh, can't wait till Frazier at fucking 11 at night. There's, like, different things you can do to try, too, to, like, you think you're going to change. Like, you can, like, stop drinking for a few weeks and be like, oh, yeah, that was Maybe the- you can. <laughs> well, <laughs> not I'm all of us can. People in general, you're like, all right, so maybe I'll stop drinking for a few weeks, and that yeah. will solve all my problems. And you realize, like, nothing changes. You're yeah. just bored at night. Now, <laughs> now you're just looking at your hand, and it's got water in it, and you're yeah. bored and not drunk. You're like, like oh, it must be because I'm hungover. That's why I'm not doing what I need to do. It's like, yeah. no, it's just my disposition. General laziness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I a hundred percent that. I mean, I'm just. I said I was gonna. I'm gonna try and do seventy five days of not drinking after on the, starting on the third of January because that's when I'll be coming home from vacation. So by the way, there will be no Malcolm Go podcast next week because I'll be in Maine, just drunk off my ass, uh, doing nothing, wandering around in the snow, getting fucking trampled by a moose, most likely. Um, if God's <laughs> if God yeah if God if God if God has any uh. You know anything in the right mind, he would he would send a moose after me. Fucking Bullwinkle, put his uh fucking horns. What do you call them? Up my ass and just finish me. Yeah. Well, at this point, it's almost like a little late because if they did it like ten years ago, you could have had the yeah. Oh well, he had so much potential. I know. There's, no, no, there's really know. no sympathy for a 38 year old man. Like they're like, oh, I feel so bad for his kids. Nobody cares about you though. Like, oh, they're gonna have no dad. I mean, they'll find a dad in a couple yeah. of years, and it'll be like, like they're. My kids were at their at this point would like barely remember me. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest one would be like, "Oh, you remember dad?" And the other two would be like, "Not really." It must, was it cool to have a dad that was like your real dad? And then you'd be like, "Yeah, it wasn't that great." But he was fine with his new dad. <laughs> <laughs> this one, he's he's a great guy. He gets it. He understands how to be a dad and do yeah. other stuff. Um, not sit downstairs and play Zelda till everyone falls asleep, and then continue doing that. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I went to the game. How much of a bust has this 
uh, J.C. Jackson thing turned into. He's become like, I don't know. We got him for free, and I almost feel like we overpaid for him at this point. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like, they, they're curtailing it like there's something kind of Mental. a big issue. So, I don't really know what... It's, it's unfair because I would do this, but like I feel like anybody that's like fucking up royally and can't get like, you know, can't get straight, um, whatever. They're fucking up and then just like, they're just snowballing. They just go, oh, he's having a uh, mental breakdown. And they'll just be like, yeah, we'll put him on this list. So like he still gets paid, but, um, you know, everyone still feels bad for him, even though he's probably doing something fucked up. But like Jack Johnson or Jack. Jack Jones. Jack Jones. They were just kind of like. Nah, he. We're not gonna give you that. Like you're out of here. Yeah, like, JC, he was kind seem... of on a Hernandez path, is the yeah. thing. Like anybody that goes Hernandez path, like you think they can get rid of JC? I think he might be having a mental breakdown. I don't know. He might not, but he might just be shitty now. Like, and he's like, he's like crazy. Like Ebenezer Scrooge is Scrooge is crazy. Like just selfish and rich, and just doesn't give a fuck about anyone. Like he needs literally. The, the fucking spirit of Christmas past to come and talk to him because he's like just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Very like, timely reference. Yeah, thank you. I thought so. The spirit, the spirit of interception past fucking come because he does not care <laughs> to play football anymore. He's just like, I'm so rich. I'm just going to get fat. Like, you see how, like, Darrell Revis is, like, obviously he had a great career and Hall of Fame career, first ballot, but now he's just fat as shit. And everyone's just like, yeah, I mean, I did whatever I had to do. I was like, I'm a billionaire now. Like, that's what he did, but never had the career after that second contract. A lot of people do it, but, like, he's doing it now. He's not getting fat. He's just lazy. Yeah, I mean, he had a couple good games. Like, he came in, and they just started for it. And they were like, all right, here we go. Like, yeah. So he was, like, all right. I, I, I thought he was going to. injury that he had, like, last year where he had to get, like, surgery. Yeah. Like, if it's something that could be career-ending type thing like it could be worse than we know and then he's just like this sucks he's got a heavy like upper body too like he's not a thin corner no, he's, he's like a, a yeah. muscular muscular solid corner so like it's you don't keep speed like when you're that you know bulky like i was watching the beckham documentary the other day and it's like um just like he had to do a modeling not a modeling thing but like a like a commercial with like him and a bunch of other soccer players with gladiators and they had to put on some muscle for it and, like, they, he came back for, like, the real uh, games in the Premier League. And everyone was like, like, the coach is like, he's fucking so slow now. Like, he gained, like, two ounces of muscle. Like, why is he so fucking slow? And they're like, we have to get rid of him. He's basically, that was, like, how they, how they determined he was leaving Manchester United. It was like, he did a commercial and he gained, like, five pounds of muscle. And they were like, he's slow now and sucks. I remember in college one time we were doing, like, some workout and the track team was in there. And, like, their coaches weren't there. So we just had, like, our, you know, meathead football coach was like, get on the squat rack. (laughs) All of a sudden, like, the the track, these kids are, like, long-distance runners. The track coach comes in. He's like, what are you doing? (laughs) No. Don't you understand? They need their ostrich legs. I was, like, full panic by this guy of, like, we were just like, yeah, shoulder shrugs. Like, what are you doing? You guys get no This is what men do. They don't fucking ride the bicycle. What are you talking about? 125-pound, like. Sprinter. Yeah, I could never imagine that. I remember being like, do you remember being that weight? I like was, I was like that little for like just a blink of an eye. I was there. I was like, okay, I was short and like a, you know, very skinny until ninth grade and then grew a little bit and was still super like ultra skinny. And then like all of a sudden I was like, ah, you can just eat whatever you want in high school. I gained literally 90 pounds in high school. Is that normal? Because I feel like it's not. I know that because I wrestled, so I know every weight I wrestled at. So I wrestled at 
sorry, 80 pounds. So it was 135 as a freshman. And I was like pretty, I mean, I don't know. I was pretty tall. I was probably like five, I five, eight, 135. I was going to say, you couldn't have been that tall. No, I mean, I'm not that tall. <laughs> it's I was not like, like you're 6'3 now. <laughs> no, I was like 5'8, five, 5'7, five, <laughs> no, one, probably 135. Freshman, and then my senior tall. year, I wrestled 215. And I'm 5'11. And I was at my boy. max height. But, you know. And How big were there other wrestlers that you wrestled? Like, were you heavyweight or were you No, just there was another one. So the heavyweight was 275 is like the highest you could go. That's the max. And then uh, 215 is like the one below it. And I, didn't, I wasn't 215. I was just done like sweating through like, you know, basically wrestling is torture. Like if you're a regular wrestler, and except for like the last two weight classes, it's just basically an exercise in torturing you. It's the whole time is like. Your friends are like drinking and having a great time, and you're sitting there eating fucking deli meat, and you're like, I can't eat anything. I can't like I didn't even know what diet soda was until high school. My mom, I was like, if I, I'm just gonna drink this Mountain Dew, and that's it tonight. She, my mom's like, you gotta make weight tomorrow. I was like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm drinking this Mountain Dew. She's like, no, drink diet Mountain Dew. I was like, no, that's gay. Like, did you want to drink gay? What that's? I just thought I didn't even know what it meant. That's how stupid I was. I was like, what does diet even mean? She's like, there's no calories, no carbs. Carbs are what make you gain weight. I was like. No shit. And that was like the first time that ever happened. So I just been chugging diet soda. I, I definitely have cancer just from that moment. My mom's, <laughs> she's just like, you can have all the soda you want if it's diet. I was like, oh, perfect. Get the funnel ready. And then, yeah, I don't know. Where'd I, how do, I just Wrestling get on the, seems it's like torture. the most unhealthy thing. Like, I, uh, is it fun? Like, does no. it, none of it seems fun. No, it's not. It's like, there's not like an ounce of like any other sport where the competition or you do something good. It's like, it's just pure like, I need to prove this. To my dad, <laughs> I I I know what, the exact reason I did it, and it was only for this purely for this reason, and it was a high it was a high school reason alone. It was because they had nobody in the team. It was like I forget how many weight classes, it was like 10, 12. The team had like six kids on it, and everyone got a varsity Letterman jacket. And I was like, okay, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, as a freshman, I can get a varsity Letterman jacket. And probably get laid, and probably I was like realizing probably nonstop. Yeah, like, and I'm I was gonna go to the without motion. realizing that no one's fucking wrestlers. <laughs> not not from the get go. No one's ever looking at this sweaty, disgusting kid with the ring where I was like, that one, he's for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the North Shore Mall with this on <laughs> oh. and never stop getting. First of all, I don't want to get into how awesome in North Shore the song is high uh, uh, wrestling slash football fucking Letterman jackets were, but they were fucking. The most Guido central fucking jacket you ever had. It was the, you know, regular Letterman jackets, white leather sleeves. <laughs> it was it was red wool, whatever a, a jacket looks like. But it had a le- it had a um, you know, the the felt top of the collar was red, and underneath was a white leather. Uh, like the bottom underneath the collar was white. So the underneath of the collar was white leather, and it said Sachem's across the back. So every single kid was popping the collar right. everywhere, and everyone was like, that's – I mean, if you got to wear a Letterman jacket, that's the one to fucking wear. And then you give it to some girl you're dating for, like, two days to wear to the game, and you're like, it. well, this is, this is <laughs> over. Like, this is going to be it. Like, I'm going to be the man. Yeah. Everyone's going to see my name on the sleeve. They're going to think I'm the coolest. And then – You see that? Captain. Yeah. Now you see someone like, oh, the worst was anyone in college who wore their Letterman jacket. Ugh, or any like, high school stuff in general. I, I hated them. Yeah. Specifically, the Letterman jacket is the worst thing you could possibly do. The minute you get, you put, if you put that on unironically at the, after the day your season's over for that sport, you're the worst person that's ever lived. Like, I'll go to Thanksgiving games and people from 
like people that graduated before me are rocking their letter. I, I don't know if it's okay to do it, but like, I guess it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the jacket is one thing. My uh, wife's well, cousin, uh, had her her dad played for Saugus in like I don't even know the '60s, and they had fucking grease. Like Letterman sweaters, like fucking, like Danny, uh, what's his name? Like Danny Zuko. Yeah. Like literally red and white fucking sweaters. And I got to wear it once. I was like, this, I'm keeping this. This is the best thing I've ever worn. I'd wear it anyway. I wore it to the Thanksgiving game. No shame. I was like, where'd you get it? I was like, don't worry about it. It's mine. It's fucking unbelievable. We say this as Tony has his Letterman jacket hung on the wall in glass. It's at my mom's house. I know exactly where it is. Don't act like I haven't. I have definitely brought it out at parties as, a lo- as long, you know, along with my wrestling singlet. <laughs> Thrown that on once, twice, too many times. After a couple, couple, two, three Coors Lights, the kid might throw on the singlet. Don't fit into it quite as well. I don't, have the, I don't have the V shape as I used to have. You go bottom mount. You go bottom mount. Let's go. What, for old times. Yeah, that's all good. Wrestling, really. I mean, I did it for, like I said, for that. But my team, all the team, like nobody cared. But it was basically, I mean, it was like most sports and so nobody gave a shit about it. So, like, they were on the team, but, like, we're not really, we're not doing anything. Like, the coach is like, come on, let's, let's work hard. And we'd be like, nah, why? Like, what's the point? Like, Every, if you're ever going to be good at wrestling, you literally have to start in like when you're seven. You know I mean, every, nobody is good that starts in high school. Well, and Saugus didn't have youth wrestling. So we just were bad until we were seniors and then we were mediocre. When was the last time you wrestled? Last wrestling like, match? No, <laughs> just like, not that. I mean, just like, like a friend or something. I don't just hang out with my buddies and wrestle, but I mean, <laughs> no, I'm saying like when, how old do you think you were? Like, was it like 17? Like, oh, like it's been a lot. Like, you never like an actual like high school wrestling match. No, no, no. I'm just saying like you and your buddies got drunk and you wrestled one time. Wouldn't even, I, first of all, I'd pin them all. So none of my friends are on the wrestling oh, team. Yeah. That's kind of unfair. Yeah. I would yeah. like, if we were going to go like in a real wrestling match, I'd just body everybody. Although no, no just like Dom, like or Frankie, like you guys got drunk in Ranger yeah. and wrestled. No, I've never done that. I don't know if that's, I mean, that's borderlining homosexuality, but. <laughs> Technically, these hands are They're a lethal weapon, so I don't want to get into that and all the ifs, you know, but it's, you know, I've, ne- I've the last time I've actually wrestled a human, like, for real, for long period of time was probably February of 2003, so, so coming up I, on uh, 20, 21 years here, or 20 years. I remember being like. Something like that. I must have been like, I, I don't remember, because I think we had a computer. But I was young. I was like six or seven. Yeah. And my dad and my uncle were, we had like this computer room that just had like carpet and like these old couches in it. And yeah. I just remember they must have been in their 40s or maybe my uncle was in his 30s. <laughs> and my, my uncle was talking shit. Like he's like, you know, I could take you. And my dad was like, no, no, you can't. Like they were just going back and forth. They wrestled for like three hours in the living room. Of just old like battling, like it was like two just, bears just. There's nothing better. Did either of them wrestle in high school? No, they were just like both like kind of big guys, so just like, roughing each other up, just roughhousing as well, like well into their forties. They're yeah. roughhousing like fucking literally grizzly bears are slapping at each other with a salmon in their mouth. Like I was like eight years. I must have been eight, eight maybe nine. Like it was that long ago, and they were just going at it from like. It was out, like almost to the point where I was like, "I'm gonna go outside and play and come back in because <laughs> it's, it's still going bloody. at it." Do you, you and people underestimate? They shouldn't, but how difficult wrestling is. Like your dad and your uncle were definitely dead winded after eight, thirty seconds. You oh. don't understand how. Like 
using full on strength, you're all every ounce of strength you have in your body and cardio in your body, and the other guys using 100% of their strength and cardio in their body. Like, it, there's no, like, it takes like 30 seconds and you're fucking, you can't breathe anymore. You're like literally on the brink of death after it, 30 seconds. And it's not like basketball where you're like, oh, I'm just going to not run down the yeah. court or something. Yeah. The other thing the is minute, like, Yeah, the minute you give, you like go to like 80% weakness, you're dead. You, they pin you and you look like an embarrassment, which happened to me 99% of the time. I don't know what was going on back like 40 years ago that we were missing. I think maybe it might have been like, I don't know, ab workouts or something. But like every adult I knew at one point in their life had to sleep, like adult male had to sleep on the floor at night because their back was just finished. It's fucked do you know, up. does your dad ever have to do that? Like his back My was... My dad? Just, yeah. No. My dad wasn't what you call an athlete. <laughs> no, he was, but like... He was more into the, uh, he was more into the, the you know, the, the scene that was underneath the boardwalk. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, like, your uncle, right? Like, but I remember my uncles, like, all, I feel like all my uncles, my dad, like, it would randomly be like, you you just find out, like, oh, what happened? Ah, oh, he fucking blew his back out. He's sleeping on the floor because that's the only <laughs> way you can fix it. No, I get, I, I hurt my back sleeping. Like, that's how old I am. Like, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, today I might not make it. Like, today I might not be able to get out of this bed. I'll sleep in beds, but I'm also so cheap to the point where, like, I know this bed is not the right bed for me, but there's no fucking way I'm buying another bed. Oh, yeah. I got the bed online, like one of those online, like fucking... Pop out of the... Yeah, like they're fucking super suctioned ones. Yeah. Opened it up. It had high reviews online, which is impossible. There's 3,000 of them now. So, like, it depends on... Like, I went to, like, five review websites and, like, just got the average of something I was willing to pay. Like, you could go to, like, get a purple mattress, and they were, like, $1,200. I was like, ah, fuck that. I'll get this $700 mattress. And it was like, you have a 365-day sleep warranty or whatever. I got to, like, day eight. I was like, I hate this thing. My wife's like, I hate this thing, too. And I was like, she's like, you should send it back. I was like, yeah, definitely I should, but I'm not going to do that. Because then we'd have to get a second mattress and then try and figure that out. I just, I don't like going backwards. I just, I'm just literally like a fucking bull. Just go straight. Until yeah. I'll wear myself out mis- just being miserable. That's my <laughs> life. I don't know if that's like a – I think that's a Massachusetts thing, just be miserable. It's also like an Irish Catholic thing. I'm not Irish at all, but like this – just like the – it's the culture that just seeps into your brain. Yeah. Where it's just like, all right, just be miserable for the rest of your life and then die. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't deserve happiness and either yeah. does anyone around me. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to make sure they don't get it either. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm going little... to sleep on this mattress that is – Really bad for me. Be miserable every morning for an hour and a half until my my spine straightens out, and then you know maybe in twenty years I'll get a mattress. This Even is... though it's probably gotten its money worth. If you if I spent, I mean yeah, I mean I, we're talking probably spent twenty five cents a day on that sucker, probably less, <laughs> easily so, less. Yeah. So maybe you know it's probably less than twenty. I've only had it like five years. So well, five years for seven hundred dollars. I mean probably got my money's worth out of that piece of shit. You'll probably get another one, but I'm not gonna. No. It's still there. No, the uh, and it kind of references back to like that whole mentality with like Boston sports is like we're better off losing. Like we, that's where we belong. We were losers forever. We like to lose. They call on the radio and like even when we had Brady and we were winning yeah. all those years, it was still we suck because we went thirteen and three instead of fourteen and two and we're gonna lose to this team and Belichick stinks and Brady's overrated. Well, everyone's just happier being miserable and yeah. calling into radio shows. And that's what I'm saying, like I said it during the Giants game and it's true for everybody in New England and just Italians, Irish, always in general, but it was 
specifically about Tommy DeVito. He threw a touchdown and like, you know, his dumb fucking agent with the fucking from Salem, by the way, wearing his fucking fedora and his giant Italian horn that he probably bought that day. And, uh, you know, they're like throwing the fucking, you know, the fucking cut. I don't even know what the fuck you call it. You know, the, the Italian finger signs. Yeah. I'm like, dude, the worst thing you can do to a Guido is give him extra confidence. That's the last <laughs> thing you can do. That's like literally the worst thing you can do is hype up a Guido because that's all they're going to do. They're going to ride that thing till they die. And then, uh, you know, they're just going to have just, you know, just un, uh, un, undeserved confidence. And uh, it is it's good that we're kind of, you know, we're still good. We still, the, the Bruins are still on top. The Celtics are still on top. But, like, we're slowly fading back to and just we letting Philly show off how much they suck. Yeah. So they're taking over like the entire country like hates them. Yeah. Mentality right now. They're like, good at three sports, right? Uh but like the suck. Eagles is like football is the one that I think dictates yeah. it all. And like the Eagles fans are nightmares. Like they've always been nightmares. Like they're just a miserable people. Like every single one of them like they they love the Eagles and they just their identity is being shitty fans, which is the worst thing to be. Like you know what I mean? Like it's not like, it's not, like, in the 70s and 80s, like, it was, like, okay, they, like, defended their home and their team, and now, like, their identity after that is, like, now they're, like, they're, the, uh, those are, like, their grandparents, you know what I mean? And now, like, they just think that being the shitty fan is what they're there to be doing. It's not, it's not defending the Eagles or loving the Eagles. It's, okay, let's see if we can stab someone. You know what I mean? That's how, let's see how far we can take this Yeah, shit. they're angry. I would say the West Coast is the most dangerous See, like, there's always, like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's always, like... Not only are there... Fight, it seems like gang wars are going on in the bleachers. Like, there's, like... It's odd. Brutal like, fights out there. Dodger yeah. games are brutal. Dodgers and Giants games. Like, people literally get stabbed at. I'm like, why are you even doing that? Just yeah, like... Over baseball. He, uh, who cares? He's wearing a Giants hat, and you're going to stab him. Didn't they, like, a bunch of Dodgers fans kill a Giants fan in the Dodgers parking lot? Dodgers fans are fucking insane out there. Like, why? you would, like, the... The Dodgers I, would come to town and be like, ah, we can't really go downtown this weekend yeah. because Dodger fans are going to be in. Same with, like, the – I mean, the 49ers fans are crazy. The Raiders obviously used to be, like, in LA. And I don't know if that tra traveled as much to Vegas, but, like, I mean, I know that, like, I wouldn't have gone to Oakland and seen the fucking Patriots play the Raiders. Would you – and I've heard, actually, people talking about your point you keep bringing up about why Belichick's not going to the Chargers with – 60% of their cap space in four players. Yeah. But non-competitive. They could not be competitive. I heard this one, which was, why don't they just flop the Raiders in the Chargers? Be like, all right, we did it for a couple of years, but we're going to send the Chargers to Vegas, and we're going to send the Raiders back to L.A. where they have a lot of L.A. fans, and the Chargers can go to Vegas and just be the Vegas team. Sell them. Sell them the stadium and like make it the Chargers stadium. Yeah, just flip it. Be like, hey, who cares? Like, hey, we're just gonna. Then make the Raiders this. would have to share a stadium with the Rams. But at least the Raiders are like, like that's where all their fans are. Most of their fans yeah, but are in LA. always there. I mean, they're still their fans. They just don't live there. I mean, they were their fans in LA, and then they moved to Oakland. They went from Oakland to LA, and then they went back to Oakland. I mean, they're still there. I mean, I guarantee you, there's more Raiders fans than Rams fans. In, L yeah, in Los Angeles. That's what I'm saying. And the Rams are at least in L.A., so there's like a decent amount of Rams fans. Yeah. I think the the Rams lost all their fans when they moved to St. Louis, whatever year that was, in the 80s or something like that. So I think that they, or maybe the early 90s, whenever they move. And um, They do have fans, though. They have like, 
They have a decent amount. They have of Hollywood fans. douche fans that nobody cares about. Like, dude, when the Patriots played the Rams in the Super Bowl in Atlanta, it was like ninety-nine to one Patriots fans, and that was the that was the Patriots. What? That was Brady's tenth trip to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we were all. I don't know. I yeah, but you as, I mean, and that the was their first and like whatever since they played like in two thousand one. Yeah, I think they are building. Like, Rams are definitely more than Chargers. Chargers have zero fans. You have no home Maybe games. not in L.A., but in San Diego they had fans. They did, yeah. yeah. But San Diego was so disgusted that the Chargers left, they yeah. hated those owners. Yeah, that- I couldn't imagine. Like, if the Patriots left, especially, like, because, like, they couldn't get a stadium paid for by, like, taxpayers or whatever fucking reason it is. Like, if they moved to, you know, like, if they were going to move to Hartford, I probably would have stayed a fan of them. But if they were like, all right, we're moving, like, out of like to say like say they were gonna move to St. Louis like in the nineties when they were supposed to. I would not care about the Patriots at all. No, you'd no. have to. You, you I, that would be tough. Yeah, like, I would not like if they move. I'd be like fuck them. My dad would have definitely been like fuck this motherfucker. He would have been calling Bob Kraft some rude names to say the least. I'm sure, uh, or whoever fucking was the owner of the team at that point. Uh, fucking Orthwine or the fuck the Budweiser fucking Lucky Spermer was. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I can't. I, I hold it firm in my heart that if you lose a sports team, you should not get a team of you know from that league back for at least 50 years. So like the people that are bitching about like the Sonics or like coming back and back to Seattle, I said, no, fuck you, you lose. You don't get to do that. You don't get to lose a team yeah, and then be like, because you can't support your team and keep a team there. You don't get to get it back because like you're bored now. But the Chargers. It's not like their fans weren't showing up to games. Like, they had good fans at the games. They were, like, selling out. That was one of the worst stadiums ever of yeah. all time. Like, you could be you could be one section away, but you couldn't go to that section to the right. You had to walk all the way around the stadium because it was, like, it was set. It was blocked off in sections. Really? I've it never was, obviously been. It was the worst. It was, like, this cement nonsense. Like I remember it had that giant blue wall. It was terrible. But they were never competitive either. Like, they were competitive in the late 70s. And they had pretty good fans. And then, like, the 80s, they weren't doing shit. The 90s, they made the Super Bowl that one time and got blown out, the Chargers. They made it to the Super Bowl against the 49ers got fucking stomped. I didn't even know that. Yeah. they, Yeah, with fucking uh, Stan Humphreys and Natron Means. Oh, yeah. I had no Fuck. clue. I mean, Steve Young and Jerry Rice put up, like, 70 points. And, like, the fucking... It was, I, think, I think they won, like, 49 to 7. It was fucking a blowout. And, um... And then uh, they didn't do shit ever since then. They had Seau. They had all these studs. Well, and then, they had good teams in the early 2000s. They did with Tomlinson and Breeze. Well, with Rivers, they were solid the whole time. They were relevant. Very they relevant. were. And everyone would always be like, this is the Chargers year. But they're always just, they're also like always known for fucking everything up. Yeah. And they always do. And like they never let you down because they always fuck it up. They like last year, they were like pretty good. And they went to the playoffs and blew like a 30 point lead to the Jaguars. You know what I mean? That's that's the Chargers DNA. That was the most Chargers game of all time. Yeah. I mean, they'll never be good. Like they were supposed Remember, so the Patriots last Super Bowl win, uh the Chargers had not lost on the road the whole season. And the Patriots were not good, right? Everyone was like they suck. They're not even a good team. And uh, so they were like everyone had the Chargers beating the Patriots in Foxborough and the fucking Patriots stomped the shit out of them, just ran with Sony Michelle yeah. all over them. And then, uh, you know, obviously they went on to win the Super Bowl. But, like, that's classic. Like, Chargers, like, get so hyped and people start believing in them. And then they just, like, literally fall flat in their face every yeah. year. 2006, another perfect example. Like, 14-2 and two home field advantage in the playoffs. And the Patriots, with a terrible offensive team, went in and beat them. The...
the uh sony michelle being a bust is like yeah granted he he is and he we shouldn't have taken him there would you but call like, him a bust though i wouldn't call him a bust you win a super bowl for your team i'm not calling you a bust. but that ever. was that playoff run yeah. was oh it was like kind of almost worth the pick and how good he was in that playoff run yeah, and i don't want to hear people say like every running back can do that it's not true like they couldn't do that it's not he's he literally, I think he has the second most yards ever in a in a playoff, in a playoff run. And, and Terrell had, Davis had an extra game. He had three touchdowns in that um, in Chargers, the Chargers game. game, and then he had, but two he had a touchdown in the, every single game. And he had two in Kansas City, I think, and then one total. in the and then one in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the only one in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, he had an unbelievable one, and then um, unbelievable run. And uh, but yeah, granted, people, if they took him, you know, in the third round, it would have been a lot better than a first round running back who. Yeah, re- I mean. And then you had Nick Chubb you could have taken, too. I mean, he went later and was on the same team. But they were looking for different things. And he was decent uh, at pass, um, pass protection and all that shit. But I'm not going to get into that. But, I, I, yeah, I'll never accept that as being a bust. Isaiah Wynn, however, I'll call that a bust. Um, but, yeah, not Sony Michelle. Um, I don't know. I just don't think you should ever get a team back if you lose a team. So, like, Hartford, obviously, first of all, why do you even ha- did you even have a team? Best probably best logo in sports history, but like unnecessary to be, you know, in the middle of Connecticut. I mean, in the middle of Connecticut, you know, one hour from Boston or hour and a half from Boston, an hour and a half from New York, and you need your own hockey team. Where there's two in New York, one in Boston. I mean, come on, let's fucking we don't there's need one. Like, there. Let's not plop things wherever we want. There's like seven cities in Connecticut that you could be like actually. This city is the largest city in Connecticut, and I believe it. Oh. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like they, I know Harford's big, but, like, is it? Like, they're all kind of big. Yeah, I don't know. They're, most cities in – you think of Connecticut, you're like, ooh, it's ritzy. And then you go to, like, the big city, you'd be like, here's New Haven. This is, like, where Yale is. And you're like, oh, my God, it's fucking Baghdad. What yeah. the fuck is going on here? Yeah, Connecticut is, is built – it has just enough ports to be the place that all the drugs come in that go to New York. Yeah, like, it's – I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I went to New Haven. I didn't, I, I went when I was a little kid when my dad was working down there. And then I was like, oh, that's cool, whatever. I, like, and then you hear, like, all the kids you know from Connecticut are just, like, fancy, uh, hoity-toity kids. And, like, um, you know, you don't see shit. You just drive through it if you're going to New York or whatever. And then uh, we went to a funeral in Darien, Connecticut. And we were, like, driving home. I'm like, let's stop in New Haven and get, like, a pizza. And it was at nighttime. And uh, fucking ways. We were in New York traffic coming, like, you know, t- uh, what do you call it? Like, uh rush hour traffic coming out of there. So I was like, fuck, it ways took me off in like the back roads. All of a sudden I'm in like a train station in New Haven. I'm like, this is like, this is not where I thought we were going to be. I was like, I thought we were going to like a nice, like college town, like a fucking, you know, an Ivy league city. And I was like, this is fucking Fallujah. What is happening? Yeah, Connecticut perfected the suburbs and yeah. completely did just not get any part of being a city. Correct? Yeah, no, they all really... their suburbs are elite and all their all their cities are nightmares. Dog shit. Yeah, Hartford bad, New Haven bad. What's the other one that's fucking Bridgeport terrible? Yeah, they're yeah. all not good. Yeah, bad places. Um, no Kowloon, I'll tell you that. They do have nice pizza. I'll give them the Abits. They got nice Abits. Um, but yeah, whatever. I don't know. So, I mean, I went to the game on Sunday. Who'd you go with? Uh, my brother and a friend of ours, our third, uh, unceremoniously tapped out the day before. Uh, trust me, he's on waivers. The kid's on waivers. He's on waivers? I, I put him on waivers. Uh, he's, he's, he, you know, it was, it's a difficult situation because it's it was a Monday, situation. it was a Monday night game flexed to Sunday. I was in too, if it was a Monday game. 
So, look, I mean, I was going to go regardless because it's the last game going to this year. So I was like, I'm going to go to the Chiefs game. I know they're not going to win. If they do win, it'll be awesome. If they don't win, just at least be competitive. And, you know, Taylor Swift's there. I mean, what can go wrong? I thought she was going to ring the bell, to be honest with you. It was going to be elite. I thought she was going to be the keeper of the life. Instead, we got Bon Jovi, which, I mean, how many times Bon Jovi got to be there? Like, is he even celebrity worthy anymore at Gillette Stadium? He's there every single game. He He fucking helicopters in. He must be like the cool, like as soon as you're, you'd be like, oh, whatever, Bon Jovi. Then you meet him, you'd be like, oh my God, I love this. Like, I feel like he's a guy where, like... That guy's probably got some pussy-getting stories, dude. I tell yeah. you, 1980s superstar rock man. Seems like a guy... Jersey who could, guy. Who could talk, like, a lot of guys into, like, sleeping with their wives and the guys being okay with it. Yeah. Long <laughs> like hair. One of those guys, like, you're like... Long I'm not even that mad at this guy. I should be mad at this guy. Living on a prayer. He's fucking pumping his fist. Yeah. Take my hand. Fucking the guys in the corner jacking. Cucked. Yeah. Because um, you're pretty sure he's gay. You're, like, almost 90% yeah. sure, but you're like, no, I guess, I guess... You're telling me you're not. But 80s so. rockers were always on the line. I mean, every you can't tell, like, fucking Thin Lizzy or whatever. Fuck, not Thin Lizzy. For the Twisted Sister. I mean, yeah. everybody's kind of on the line. Gene Simmons. I mean, like the, the God of Thunder, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, I mean, they're all kind of on the fucking line. I mean, that was the 80s, man. High fucking platform shoes. Uh, fucking New York, New York dolls. Everybody's dressed up as girls. I mean, it was, it was ambiguous then. I heard a Danny DeVito story that he said uh, he was walking into a like a big hollywood party in the 80s and he's like everyone was there everyone you could possibly think about and when you walked in it was like one of these crazy houses and everyone had their own mirror and on their own mirror their name was last name was spelt out in, in cocaine. cocaine and he turns around and sees schwarzenegg goes you see this <laughs> <laughs> is that the longest, longest name <laughs> ever come on that's yeah. unbelievable oh, uh, i would love to see schwarzenegger fucking rip it do you imagine how fucking nuts he'd be I, I fucking, I, I'll tell you what, I like Schwarzenegger, but then I, I kind of hate his guts after I watched that documentary on Netflix about him. Yeah, you find out, like, you, it's really everyone who wants credit for their life, who's, yeah. like, trying to tell you why they Produces so their off. own documentary. Yeah, and he's like, no, here's what it was like growing up, and blah, blah. It's like, all right. Not, we're going to gloss like over you. my dad being a Nazi. We'll gloss over yeah. it. Yeah. And then we're going to gloss over, like, me just not talking to my brother ever again for no reason. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he was like, he's like, my brother didn't have it as much as I did. So I just kind of left him. You know, he's like, he was like, I was, uh, you know, I had a little bit more talent, a little bit more drive. He was trying his best. And then he died in a car accident. So whatever. And then he's just like, he's like, doesn't give a fuck. I'm like, no. oh, this guy kind of sucks. Like, maybe not. Maybe the Nazism and fucking uh, sociopathy fucking just went down one generation to him. Even though, like, him and his dad didn't get along. I don't know. Like, the, the movie star shit was good. But, like, his young life was, like, kind of sucks. Yeah, and I'm telling you, anybody who wants credit for their life, like, and tells you why they deserve more credit, stinks. Yeah. You're like, yes, get away But that's, away like, the big me. thing now. I mean, fucking Jordan. Jordan, I don't know he did it. But, like, obviously they did the last dance, right? And then Brady did, like, his own fucking thing. Now Beckham did his own thing. And then they're doing another fucking... Brady Belichick craft the dynasty that's coming out on HBO and like uh, or Amazon or fucking Apple or whatever in a couple months. But nothing in Beckham's documentary was him being like, "Oh, I was a man." He was just like, you know, I was good when I was young, and then all of a sudden I got like thrusted into this life, and then like I was try and I was starstruck in this team, and I was just happy to be playing well for this team, and like blah, I really blah, like blah. David Beckham. I don't know, he's not- the man. Yeah, I, I lo- and I've so- always liked him since like I was a kid, and I was like, this guy's awesome. I don't think anybody that's like top of the world awesome and just has everything 
So I'll just, I don't know. I'm I, just stopped, je- I think I'm mostly jealousy. I stopped liking him for a little bit because I thought he was he was a guy that I got the vibes of like, oh, this guy's like definitely a douche. And then you hear him talk, you're like, no, this guy's the nicest guy yeah. of all time who's just super humble for how good he is. And yeah, he's a Brady-esque type guy. Yeah. He's not a like Jordan's not like that at all. Jordan's like, no, Jordan has that fuck you to him. But he, he's like a Jordan's dickhead to most him, people. I don't think he. Any, I don't really don't think anybody likes. Michael Jordan, the person. I think everyone loves Michael Jordan, the basketball player, and like wants to be around him. But like, and he's got like certain friends, like people that have played, like he played against, or like really, you have to be like really, really, really fucking elite at anything to be like him to consider you like a friend or anybody that would like, yeah, he would like. Like he'll like Tom Brady, he'll like Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, but he's not going to be like kicking around and be like, Okay, like uh, Even Jeff Barkley. Stockton. Yeah, we're not going to hang out. You yeah, know what he, I mean? Even though you're in the Hall of Fame, like you can't sit at my table, and I'm going to be a huge dick to you. No, like, Edelman just told that story this week. I don't know. It's oh, been yeah. floating around. Where I he did was, hear it, yeah. He was like, yeah, he's like, I see uh, it was Jordan, and it was – who was he at dinner with? Jeter. Oh, Jeter. And he goes yeah. up, he's like, hey, Mr. Jeter, like, nice to meet you. And like Jordan's just sitting there, like not really looking at him, not really paying attention. And they're going back and forth. Jeter's giving him some advice before the Super Bowl. And uh, Jordan just turns to him and goes, hey, I got a lot of money on you, the kid. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> yeah. And that's that 100% it. true. And he, that's who's being serious, too. A hundred, Yeah, because he doesn't care. He's like, yeah. yeah, whatever. You're just a receiver. I put a million dollars on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. You better fucking do it. Uh, no, but Jordan is also still himself, which yeah. is fine. I don't think he's faking it. I think he's really just an asshole. Yeah, which is which is fine. But it's like these people who, like, they want – they want to be liked, and they're like want credit for their life. Just like I would can't. love to think that I would be uh, a David Beckham, but I would be so worse. I would be like so much like <laughs> like a, a little kid would ask me for an autograph. I'm like, I get a sign for you. I get a sign for everyone, kid. That, that'd be the that'd be like literally my go to line. Like if I sign for you, I get a sign for everybody, and yeah. then it becomes the whole thing. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> a nightmare. Yeah, and I would just be like, I the first year of fame, I'd be like, ah, oh, so so humble. I love this. And, it, and I'd feel good about myself, like, signing autographs for everybody. And then I'd be, like, at the 99, and some fucking grandmother would come over and be like, listen, lady, you might get away from me before I knock you out because <laughs> this is going to be a fucking problem. And then you have people, like, uh, who have that, like, feel that level of fame, even though they're just, no. like, Tom, who's just, yeah. <laughs> like, acts famous already. with his <laughs> I just can't be bothered yeah. with this. <laughs> he was, yeah, exactly. He was an open micer for, like, six weeks, and then he was like, you know what? Somebody talked to me the other day, and I just this this fame stuff's not for me. I was like, Tom, please calm down. <laughs> you fucking you sold a joke one time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I can handle that type of. I, I know it because you know why? Because I know what I'd be like with hair, and uh, that person is just not. <laughs> it's just not a person that I want to be around or associated with. Even my wife's like, no, I couldn't. She, I'd be like. Imagine if they cured baldness, and I just like these are just random thoughts that pop into my head. I'll be like sitting on the couch, she'll be on her phone, I'll just be watching like I don't know some anything, and then I'll, it'll just pop in my head. Like imagine if they cured baldness. My wife would be like, I'd just leave you because it would be the worst because you'd be just doing like like I'd be literally like David Beckham just experimenting with my hair like every six weeks. Like oh, maybe I'm gonna do a side part today. <laughs> oh, today's a mohawk day. Fucking faux hawk Tony. And then everyone would be like this fucking guy sucks. Yeah, it would be way worse. It's definitely worse for people like if you just always had hair, you wouldn't like have that level of like like that need to like do things with it but like yeah, yeah if they if they cured it and all the people who were bald, we're bald come back back you would have yeah you would have the long- part of the part of the and 
part of the thing of being like a high school has been like I am is like I was handsome in high school and tan and had great hair. And back then I was a douche with my hair. I did the blowout spiked hair. Sometimes I would fucking oh, I'd highlight the tips. I did all types of crazy <laughs> shit. And then it fell out as it should have because I didn't deserve it. Like it was <laughs> God was berating me for saying having uh... terrible choice of my hair. If it came back, I look at like like Julian Edelman when he had like cool fucking like hair like swoops and shit. I'm like Dude, I'd be doing that right now. And my, my wife's like, I know. That's why I would never have married you if you had hair. Yeah. You're, you would be the worst. And I, I, I 100% agree with her because I already know what it would be like. <laughs> yeah. I'd be fucking carved. You know how like, kids like carve like hard parts into their hair? Like They'll do like the line all the yeah. way up. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, 100%. I'm 38 years old with a hard <laughs> part carved into my head. Like, I'd have to go to like the kid's barbershop to do it. And they'd be like, sir, this is... We're not kidding. Yeah, I can't. We actually... Yeah. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not going to allow you to pay for that. You can have the men's regular and shut the fuck up. Oh, $18, be, please. Yeah, that is fun. Yeah. With hair would be that would be something. I've had no hair way longer than I've had hair at this point. That's how fucking long it's I'm well, not way longer, but I pretty much started losing my hair at 18, pretty significant at 19, and I was pretty much gonzo at like 21. <laughs> and I'm 38 now, so yeah, I mean 17 years bald. Shaving my head 15 years clean you know what i mean it it's is fucking it is fun that you like you guys go at a, at a young age you guys are yeah. already like like we're at war yeah <laughs> this is it like you don't like we were fighting it every yeah. day like literally in my christmas stocking not to come back to christmas but like christmas stocking like 16 17 years old and still in high school my mom was buying me uh rogaine we were getting the foam rogaine like yeah you guys are like you guys are like you lived on the Texas border in like 2007, yeah. <laughs> and you're like you don't Holding understand. People hope. are just coming in. The rest of the country is like, what are you talking about? No one's coming into the country. I swear, they're, they're leaking coming. in everywhere. Everywhere I look, everyone's speaking Spanish. Yeah, no, and no, we're no. Just like this guy is. Crazy. This now is overblown. Like, yeah. This is overblown. Now you can't miss it. No, and I'll tell you what did it for me. And again, a penalty for having hair was was uh, obviously like the Poly D blowout was the big haircut then. He's the only one that continues to have it. But, like, I, uh, you know, everybody had that in high school. So I had it. And the big thing to do with it was glue it. So you got this stuff called Got to Be Glued, which is like a yellow container. It's a gel glue hybrid. And I don't even want to call it gel because the minute it touches your hands, it's a powerful epoxy. And it becomes like, you give it, I don't know, eight seconds and your hands will not open. So, like, it's, you put it in your hair as fast as you can, work as fast as you can, and then comb it through. And then, uh, you know, Usually it comes in clumps. Usually it's all fucked up, and then uh, that's it. And then it will—I mean, it would never move. If I had—if I had never done anything with it, I'd still have that same haircut on my head <laughs> from fucking high school. But like, you had to wash it out every day. And then like, literally got to the point like every time I washed that glue out of my hair, which was like every two days, it just came with a fistful of hair. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, this is not uh... happening to me. Fucking. You know, I mean, who knows? I was like, I don't have a girlfriend. Where the fuck? Who's going to marry a bald 18-year-old? <laughs> Turns out I suckered one in. Uh, it would, like, you guys are obviously, there's three boys, but, like, I, if you guys were just all girls, that would have been a, also a fun experiment. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't even know how, I mean, I don't know. How would that be? I mean, my dad could never be a, a girl's dad. He's, he's not just, He's not a girl's dad at all. He's just a... I, he just, I don't even think he doesn't know how to talk to women in general. Like, he could never, he'd be, I mean, the women would, I mean, I think if he had daughters, they'd hate his guts, probably. Like, he wouldn't be nice to them. <laughs> so it would have been, 
Like, yeah, you're fat. Nah. <laughs> Stop being, why are you eating again? Like, but, you know, he just doesn't, he, he, he would say stuff like that to us. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about? I'm hungry. And then, but if he said, he'd say that to like a, your daughter and they'll have fucking eating issues for the rest of their lives. You know what I mean? He wouldn't be, I don't know. He just doesn't know how to hold just his the, tongue like, like that. Just the Italian, the level of like Italian sagas girl culture you, you three would have gotten oh, into. Oh my God. So much uh, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, tanning. <laughs> we'd all have skin cancer, number yeah. one. Which I almost have skin cancer now from tanning as a man. So, I mean, that was the fucking, I mean, it, there was a fucking, it was like a fucking getting into Space Mountain going into the tanning salon when I was in high school. I mean, it was like, I mean, it was an hour wait to fucking get into it. And then you go in for six minutes, you see everybody you knew, leave, go home, do it again the next day. And everyone's like, this is completely fine. Everyone loves this. And they're like, don't wear the goggles, fucking faggot. What are you talking about? They were this close to putting a tanning bed in the church. Oh, They're like, yeah. screw it. We might as well have them all come to here. <laughs> They'll come here if we put the fucking tanning bed in. Fucking Italian subs. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone here is the same. But I don't know. I'm getting really... Uh... So who'd you go to the game with? Who's the third? Oh, yeah. Uh, Frankie's buddy. So my brother's buddy, uh, his, 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 uh, his wife's like best friend's husband. He was good. He was a good. He was good. He was a good step in. He substituted nicely. I wanted to put Vince on waivers, but I'm not going to put him on waivers. I'm going to give him one. I'm going to give him one time reprieve. But he did go back to back weeks bailing on me. So I mean, it's hard to overcome. He didn't get money. He's not, I, mean, I won't get him money for it. Like he got. He he. The kid Mike. He offered to pay. I said no. He doesn't get any money. He loses. You can't. You can't get the money for it. I might have to make a heavy pitch to Vince to to go halvesies. Have season. Yeah, I love it. We'll, we'll do a draft. Yeah, I'll give him first pick. If you, you, know, if you, if you mean, can convince, I don't know. That's like all. I mean, Vince is a depressive right now, and he's uh, he's he's like that's all he's got. Like he's he just had a kid, so like you would think that was his number one priority, but he's like that's that's like what it's almost his anchor. You know what I mean, that stuff's holding him down. Yeah, he needs the high of the Patriots to get him out of the depression of being a stay-at-home dad. You know what I mean? I think next year I'm gonna next year my plan is to go to. I have to go to two games because I wanted to go to a game this year. I mean, year, it can't be too I hard failed. to hop on the season ticket list at this point. So next year I'm going to go to two. Get into the games, get some, get some seats in the 204 with the boys. That's where it's at. Well, I'll slide in. I wanted to get a Belichick chant going. Didn't didn't happen. There was just no moment for it. I was going to start one um, after the uh, Bailey Zappi to Hunter Henry touchdown, and then I had a piss so bad that I ran and took a piss, and by the time I came back, it was just not worth it anymore. But, um, yeah, I what don't do know. What do you think, like – so I'm trying to figure out if the defense is good because I keep thinking they're good and they look good this week. Like they played a good game. They're fine. I mean, they're... two turnovers. But the question yeah, I always go I mean... back to is like, if we had Josh Allen, right? Yeah. So we, so we had an offense that was like a force. Would the other teams be like trying to do a lot more on us? No, I think they're trying to do just what they can do. Like I literally think that I mean teams are trying to beat them. Yeah, I know. Then... But like at some point, if it's not, you think up they're holding by up seven? If, no, well, it's like when you know the Patriots play the. Like, if you're up by seven in the third quarter, you're like, all right, we don't need to throw. As long as we don't throw an interception, like we're not gonna. They're not gonna score on us. Like they're not gonna. We're not afraid. Yeah, of but this they still got to get first downs and they still got to move the ball a little bit. You know, the Patriots are the defense is. I mean, there's like five elite. I would say there's four probably elite players on the defense right now that like it could start on any team. Barmore is probably a top three or four D tackle in the league. Barmore's a problem. Jabril Peppers is like really like a really should be a Pro Bowl at least or a second team All Pro strong safety. 
Yeah, he is. It's weird because he seems like a guy that if he went to other teams, like he wouldn't, they wouldn't use him as much as the Patriots. No, and he's like a building block Patriots safety right now, yeah. in the mold of a, a Harrison. He's not like McCordy where he's all over the field, but he's like a Chung slash Harrison type. Yeah, he's a little like yeah, with the just laying the the hits, lumber. Like, yeah, he yeah. would have been a little better enforcer. Yeah. yeah. He would have been a better player in the early 2000s where he could yeah. decapitate people. Weighing people up. Yeah. Him and uh, the only guy I'm kind of like, if like Duggar is. He struggled this game. Yeah. He, he, he made, he missed a, like, he just wasn't there on a lot of plays. Like, a lot of plays are always seem to be around him. I think. He's like the joker uh, of the defense. Though. Like, he's like the third safety. He plays a weird position where he's like half linebacker, half safety. Sometimes he's corner. And uh, he's like that tank position. You know what I mean? Like, he plays that big, heavy. He matches up so well against everyone. Tight ends and shit. And, and receivers. And a lot of things backs. is like, and with the Chiefs is like, they're moving everybody around and fucking around with like the alignments and changing it from game to game. And he was confused a lot in this game. And like, they literally tore him apart in this game. Like he wasn't all In the there. first half. In the second half, I thought he played well. Yeah. And I don't know that what that means for his free agency, but like, you know, I'd want to have him back because he, he makes more, more good plays than he does bad. And, um, you know, that kid Mapu stepped in. He played good. Um, you know, that I, pick was legitimate. Like, he yeah, that was a good pick. The, pick. the other one was a drop, and fucking, you know, Tavai just took it, which is good. But yeah, but that pick was like, that was a real interception on Mahomes. Like, yeah, baited him into throwing into that, that tight end and then jumped it and, and took it. Like, that and was Kelsey good. did nothing all game. Five catches, 20 yards. That's nothing. Yeah. Missed, dropped the touchdown. They were all over him all game. You know, it, it worked. You know, the, 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 again, the scheme worked, but they were letting that kid Rasheed Rice run, like, fucking all alone, all game. Yeah, they're just missing Gonzalez. Like, they're missing yeah. that, like, next cornerback. Because they were playing that rookie. That, that guy. didn't even know he was going to play. Like, yeah. J.C. Jackson was supposed to start, literally made active, and then he, like, must have had a breakdown, and they sent him home. So they had to start a kid that they only want to play on special teams at starting corner that probably didn't look at film all fucking week. With? Who? Jonathan Jones. John Jones. And, and Bryant plays way too much. Like he's, he's like, he plays over his he's good at what he's good at. Like he's a good fifth corner nickel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like playing in like certain packages, yeah. certain drives, but like they're putting him out there as he's a starter number full one time. corner. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, here, you gotta cover the best players. And it's like he's solid, but he's not good enough to do that. No, so he can't like, play shifty guys. And he's not going to play, like, number one receivers. He has to be on, like, the number four receiver, like, outlet passes. Yeah. And he's good at that shit. And he's a good tackler. Like, yeah, he, he is. Comes I'm up not going to say plays. he's terrible, but, like, and then, what's his name? Sean Wade was inactive because J.C. was going to play. So, like, it was a whole trickle-down effect. So, like, I don't know what happened in between, like, the one hour before the game when they have to make you inactive to, like, game time with J.C. Jackson where, like, he was, like, they were like, oh, he's here. All right, he's going to play. And then, like, all of a sudden, he must have had a mental fucking collapse breakdown. And they were like, go home, dude. I don't know why, by the way. You can't just be like, okay, medical issue. Can we have another player, please? Yeah. Like, why can't they do that? That's fucking stupid. Like, everybody's here. Uh, we're going to play this guy instead? Like, if it's legitimate? I mean, what's the difference anyway? Like, you're, The guy's going to be inactive instead. This guy's inactive. Like, it's not a uh, – if it's not a – like, um, I don't know. Like, if it's not a uh, – health thing i don't know like if it's like i don't know if you're not cheating the system i don't get it i don't I, I mean i don't see first of all i don't even know why you need inactives in the first place like, what's the fucking point of that why can't everybody just be active what's the rule does anybody know caller 
Call in if you know. I get nothing for you. Yeah, because why does why do we need inactives in NFL? I don't know why. Uh, everyone can be inactive, like college. What's the difference? You can put anyone out there. Maybe it's fucking I don't know. Maybe, it, but it's like six. It's what six players, seven players. Yeah, I mean it does change because it's like you don't like teams don't really carry fullbacks anymore for that reason. Like yeah. if you could just every team could just have a fullback too. Everyone can have a roster. I guess you could run so many different fucking yeah things. formations. You have to pay. So well, I'm not talking guys. about like. Having 90 guys on the team, I'm talking to having, like, whatever your roster is, 53 players, like, why can't 53 players be active? Why do you need to have 47 active on game day, whatever it is? doesn't make sense to me. Wait, I thought it was 50. I thought they had, like. The roster is 53, and then you have to have 47 or 46 on game day. Oh, I never. And really, I don't know. Why. I always thought it was fifty-three on game day with like the other five or the the five inactive bring you to like you know fifty-eight. But yeah, I guess that would make sense that they have. Yeah, that is kind of strange. Eight inactives are designed to allow the coach to give players with relatively minor injuries a week off to rest and recover while still keeping them on the roster. What? That's it. The eight inactives are designed to have, allow the coaches to give players relatively minor injuries a week off to rest and recover. Doesn't make any sense. Why? Doesn't make sense. What, so you should, it's just to give them rest. You, you don't have to play them if you didn't want to. You can make those guys inactive, but if you want all the rest of the team, yeah. Like, why do they have to not dress? Why can't they just dress on the sidelines? Yeah, like high school players that's still in uniform with their helmets on. Don't you take your helmet off, boy? Don't you, <laughs> don't you take your helmet off? Part of this team. Uh, what uh, what I don't know. I thought um, I thought Zappy was like decent, he was cooking in the first half. For that like one mistake, well, two mistakes. He threw. I mean, that was as bad as an interception as Mac has thrown all season. Yeah, and he could have ran. And I just don't understand what he was looking at. I mean, there was three Chiefs, and I couldn't even see a Patriot. I mean, there, I guess there was one, but there was three Chiefs in front of him, and he threw it directly to the first one. So I don't know what he was thinking. First was, play of the second half. That was brutal. I mean, and then he also had one where he like, right after that, his like confidence was all fucked up because he like, yeah. well, also there was a guy rushing, but he like scrambled to the right, had like I think it was Douglas like wide open coming across the field towards oh, the sidelines, and he like short armed it. He short armed it long by like yeah. twenty yards. Like, yeah, he airmailed the shit. Like Douglas was open by ten yards in all directions. He catches it. He's got a chance at at least a 30, 40 yard play. Yeah, and he fucking hurled it over his head. I'm like, everyone was like, what the fuck? Chris Jones is like barreling down on him. And yeah. that's why he had to like adjust his arm angle. And then, and then after like, you just see Chris Jones like slap him on the ass. Like, <laughs> what the got, fuck is wrong with you, dude? You, you shouldn't even be out here. So you see like fucking Travis Kelsey didn't even know his name. He's like, that's Zappy. He's like Bailey. Bailey's his name. <laughs> he was solid though. I thought he had like a decent dude, game. He turns into a pumpkin at halftime. I don't know what it is. Like he had comes out and he does good first halves. And then he just all of a sudden falls apart. So, like, the Chiefs played, obviously, like, okay, if we just uh, make them throw the ball, they can't win. Like, it's classic, like, what Belichick would do to a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Even though Zappi's not a rookie, it's, it's classic to, like, okay, just make this kid. He's going to fuck it up somewhere. Yeah, that's what they did to yeah. Trubisky, like, two yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. That's what they, they'll just stop the run and then yeah. make somebody. So, they'll put everybody up on the line, stop Ezekiel Elliott, and then be like, okay, kid, see what you can do. And, like, they'll fucking give up, you know, small underneath shit, but he's never going to make a big play. You know what I mean? I mean, fucking, for some reason, Juju wasn't there. I didn't even see him get hurt. I don't know. Sometimes with the I, with fucking their receivers, I never understand what they do with him. Like, Thornton played, I don't even remember. I saw him play, like, for a minute, and then he never came in again. I, did he get hurt in the game? I don't think he did. I don't, what does he do good, though? I don't know. When he has the ball, in, like, 
he's good at like reverses. Yeah. Like he's good at reverses and running fast. And he's okay. Like he can catch the ball I like short and intermediate, but like he can't run deep ball. Oh yeah. He can't run and he can't track a ball. Like he's at clearly all. never played baseball. Or or maybe not football because <laughs> he's he's really fast and can catch like He's got decent enough hands where, like, he'll run a slant and catch a high ball. But, like, he can't run after the catch. He can't run deep and catch a deep ball. I mean, clearly, like, Parker is way better with fucking – with uh, Zappy for whatever reason. Well, because Hunter Parker, Henry has been better. Because with Zappy, he just, like, will force balls to him. And yeah. that's the only thing Parker can really do is he can kind of catch everything no matter what the situation is. Yeah, and If the ball what, is in his radius, he will kind of catch it That's his worth. And, like – he did make a couple good plays, like why? Like a couple times, I was like, "Why are you throwing that?" Like he yeah. ran, like ran out to the right and had no one, and just lobbed it up. And Parker saw it, came back and got it. And I mean, he he made a couple good plays, Parker, in this game. But like, um, yeah, he's never open, but he can catch everything. No, no, the guys there. are on him like literally blankets. Yeah. I mean, literally like a throw blanket around their neck. And he's just like he makes plays though. Give him credit. He's he's doing it. I mean, I would like to see Juju back out there because he like to build off that Pittsburgh game with Douglas. Douglas is he's like gonna be here. Douglas is, oh, Douglas a, is a good – he's a NFL starter, yeah. and he is probably the best receiver on the Patriots right now. If you have Douglas, Bourne, Henry, and then get, like, a big receiver, like, that's that's a unit right I there. mean, it's... yeah. I could easily see them moving on from either Parker, Juju. I don't know if you can get rid of Juju. You could probably – you could dump Parker, right, if you had to. Um, these Juju the, – his contract, like, all these NFL contracts are like, oh, yeah, like, three years, 50 million. It's like – Oh, it's actually like two two years, nine million. Yeah, <laughs> it's like actually none yeah. of that other money. No, Juju's is like he's got like ten million more guaranteed, so he would probably be here one more year, at at you know at most. If and he's then, your fourth best receiver, you're fine. Right now, he's like our second or maybe best. Is he sometimes. best? I don't even know. I mean, it's it's really it's Douglas. Douglas is far better than him. Douglas and then Parker and Bourne is far better than him. And Bourne when is I mean towards ACL, so you don't know what you're gonna get next year. But it's always weird for receivers. You know what I mean? Um, so you never know how you, what you're going to get out of him. But, I mean, you can get him back cheap. You need to bring back probably Hunter Henry because obviously he can still play because he's playing really well. He should have had a second touchdown. Hunter Henry is really – he just – around the end zone, it's, he just catches everything. Yeah, he's good. I mean, yeah. he's good. He gets open. He had, that second touchdown got called back was bullshit. I mean, there's a lot of plays, a lot of ref fucking – a ref show in this game. It was a ref show. It, it was, was a, a lot bit of, of a bullshit ref show, ref show game. Like, it was enough where it was like, hey, we kind of fucked you last week, so we're yeah. going to give you some calls, and no one's even going to watch this game because the Patriots are in it. So There were some bullshit calls. Like, Mike Reese highlighted one, like, on the first play of the game. The Patriots had, like, a 40-yard return, and they called a holding on Schooler, and he, like, ba- didn't even – definitely didn't hold, but he da- barely touched the guy. Like, yeah. he, he opened the hole, but, like, only, like, got in the guy's way, and they Mike, called a hold on him. Mike Reese had a great quote. He's like, he's like, I don't think the coaches would tell him to do anything different. Yeah. Basically being like, that was an awful call. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Like, there was a – like, they called, like, a defensive holding on that kid, Austin, or um, that, like, oh, negated – Oh, the fumble like, recovery. Yeah, that negated the fumble recovery. The, yeah, that no, was a tough drive because they knocked the ball out twice on that drive. Yeah. The first one they recovered, and then the second one it was a penalty, and then the second one they, uh, and then they, they scored back right? on it, and then they they jumped on it, and they finally scored on like a twelve play drive. That yeah, was tough. that was tough. They called a fucking uh, face mask on Demario Douglas after when he caught the ball like, inside the five. I, Did you see the highlight on that? They showed the highlight in the stadium, and I was like, that couldn't have been on him. Like that didn't even make any sense. It did. Like if you watch the video, 
he like was moving and his it's like his pinky got stuck in the face mask uh, and it just turned his head completely the opposite way. But it was like such like an unlucky like it was those gloves that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the gloves. Just stuck to the face mask. It's almost like he couldn't pull it off. Yeah, it's glue because these fucking gloves are cheating. But okay, yeah, I didn't see it, but still, I mean to call face mask on a fucking offensive receiver that catches the ball is such a ticky tack bullshit. Yeah, like, especially if you're not grasping the face mask. To call that is insane. It was it was it was the pinky. Yeah, that's what they call it. it was uh, the and then ball. there was another one that was fucking crazy too. That like, maybe it was just the fumble that I'm thinking of. But there was like three or four calls that went against the Patriots that were nonsense. One of them, like, uh, maybe the holding was on um, when he threw it away. When he when it was like third down and he did a, uh, he threw the ball away. Matt, uh, Mahomes threw the ball away and then the, or an intentional grounding. That's what it was. He did an intentional grounding on third down and uh, they called um, a Patriot for uh, defensive holding. And it was basically negated it. And it was like non- a nonsense. The guy ran into him like 10 yards down the field. Mm-hmm. And the Patriot guy, whoever the secondary guy, didn't even do anything. He just got ran into. So they, so they called it, uh, what do you call it, illegal contact. Yeah, there was enough weird things where it was like, yeah, the Patriots don't deserve any calls. And we definitely screwed the Chiefs last week. So Yeah, no so it was a lot it. of... Um, yeah, exactly. It was basically like, okay, let's just make sure the P- the Chiefs win this game. The Patriots aren't good enough anyway. But it was like, I mean, the Patriots, they can't. They're not good enough to overcome a penalty. They're ba- they're not good enough to overcome a turnover. And they're you know they're barely okay. Like, if it's first and fifteen, I'd be like, okay, it, there's a chance. If it's like second and fifteen, I'm like, just punt. You might as well punt now. So yeah, there was there was a drive this game where. Oh, it was that Douglas after the Douglas penalty? It was like first and twenty-five. Yeah, and then the set on second down, Zappy took a sack, and the announcer's was like, "See, this is what Zappy keeps doing. Zappy, yeah. You can't be taking sacks at ball. It's like you see, like there was zero chance once it went to first and twenty-five yeah. that they were going to get a first down. Like the sack didn't matter at all. Like no. they should just ran it on all three downs and, yeah, and then he missed, missed the, the kick. field goal anyway. <laughs> a fucking twenty-five yard kick, he missed anyway. What is going on with him? I don't know. I, I, these fucking rookie kickers, I mean, and it's not even like he was a, you know, like the last kicker they picked that was like the white supremacist. Yeah. He was like, he was like a, like a guy nobody knew about. And like Belichick went off the draft board and like selected him, like handpicked him. This kid was like the highest ranking kicker. Everyone was like, yeah, that's the guy. He's the highest ranking kicker. Makes sense. They need a kicker. Get the guy. Just get it. Like, it sucks to draft a kicker, but just get him. He'll be here for he's, yeah, seven he, he'll years. He'll be a seven-year kicker, and he'll be good. So, I mean, you can't even fault him for taking him. You know what I mean? It's like you needed a kicker. Nick Folk's 40. The I worst mean, how much po- longer is he going to go? The worst part about that is Nick Folk is now hitting 50, 60-yard field goals. Well, maybe it's nice and warm in Tennessee. It's cold here. Oh, that was a night. Nice, he's bombing. Like, he hit, like, a 57-yarder. It was like he was missing short on 40s last year. Yeah, he was. And... And whatever, what it, whether it's fair or not, like, if he goes, like, six more years, I'd be like, okay, that was a mistake. But, like, Nick Folk was kicking in the USFL, like, two years ago, too. Let's not pretend, like, he's all of a sudden, like, Vinatieri reincarnated or Gostowski reincarnated. No, he's not. He's old yeah. as fuck. He's, like, and literally, fo- like, 39, and he's was out of the league for two years. cost them some serious games last year because the offense wasn't that great, and... He, was, he could have beat the Bucks in the rain. That was like a 50-yarder. You had to get the ball inside the 40, the, the minimum. The 20 to like yeah. have a field goal. Yeah, it had to be a 30-yard field goal, and he never missed. But if yeah. it was anything longer, it was a – whole thing's frustrating. I mean, we, it's a frustrating it's, year. I mean, I'm on to the draft. I'm already on to draft season. I mean, 
Syracuse had a stellar recruiting class. We're stealing recruits from SEC teams. I mean, kids coming from Georgia transferring in, kids from coming from Texas A&M transferring in. Everybody wants to be part of the hashtag franchise. Uh, and these are all – how long into it were they're going to like – they're just going to have like buddies they went to high school with who were at like Florida yeah. and be like, check out these girls. And then they're going to be in Syracuse going like – these jackets yeah. are bulky. <laughs> what do they look like under yeah. these jackets? Why does it? It's so thick. It's with a girl with a mustache. This is yeah. not the same. <laughs> the girls are pretty. It's just it's so cold all the time. So like you can't you can't fault. I mean the girls are the girls are not ugly. I'll give you that's like it's not like MIT. All right, good looking good looking girls everywhere. Uh, not interested in me, but good looking girls everywhere. So anyway, like yeah, they, it's just too cold. I mean it's October to fucking. Mid-April, it's snowing one to two inches a day, and it's always, you know, twelve degrees. So it's like, I mean, what's the best you're gonna do? You know, you can get go and get drunk at some frat house basement. And that's the best you're getting. Like that, that's the only way to recruit. Is I don't know what they're paying these kids. Like they were giving these kids hibachi in the dome. I was like, that's selling them. I guess let's fucking hibachi it up because that's fucking where you're gonna be inside for who, ten months. Who are the big Q's donors? Like, is there a guy who like? No, there's not a guy. There used to be a guy. He was the guy that, like, I don't know if you remember, but, like, he, uh, he, like, took Tom Brady and Edelman and Jimmy Fallon to, like, a Syracuse basketball game. No. And it was weird. It was so fucking weird. So, like, obviously none of them have anything to do with Syracuse. Like, Edelman, Brady, and Jimmy Fallon have nothing to do with him. But this guy, he's a weird guy. He's Adam something. Adam, I forget. But he owns, like, a fucking, like, a sheet, not a sheet metal, but, like, a metal recycling company in upstate New York. That sounds like a Syracuse donor. Yeah, it is. But he, like... Made a shitload of money and like, I don't know. He's like an Instagram influencer. Like that's what he does now. Like his job. Like he's got like orange Ferraris and all this shit. And he would do like shit like that. He'd like bring celebrities to Syracuse games that would never ever want to be there or should be there. Like why is Tom Brady at a Syracuse basketball game? Yeah. I don't know. So whatever. He brought them and like they were stand. They were sidelines. And this is right before Brady announced he was leaving for the Bucks. So like there was like a whole thing of like where are you going where are you going and Julian was like he's staying he's staying and, I like, remember this yeah yeah so like that's what he was doing and then they were all there and then uh, you know he did that and then like some reason he was like the big guy that was like paying into the nil money and then like I don't know something with the fucking school like they had a fight like some type of falling out so like now he gives all his money to Binghamton which is like a state school you know what I mean it's like not a, it's like SUNY Binghamton it's like not some small school it's like. 45 minutes south of Syracuse. Ooh. I don't know what happened, but now he's giving all his money to that team. Now they're like sponsored by like fucking Under Armour, <laughs> fucking Concord Jets, bringing them around, you know, from campus to campus. I don't, I don't understand what happened, but all I know is that the one guy that they did have, they lost for some reason. So I don't know what the, the I'm sure all my friends now are yelling at the fucking radio, but I have no idea. Do you think, uh, think there's any hope? Uh, Playoff run? Are they in year? Denver? Uh, they are in Denver, yes, on Christmas Eve. Could be a Christmas miracle. Uh, you know, could be anything. I mean, maybe the, you know, you don't never, you never know. Russell Wilson could have a shitty game. I mean, the Patriots defense is good enough to steal one. Uh, I, I could, I don't know. I mean, it's the altitude. It's all types of shit. I mean, it's just such a fucked up. They're, they weren't good in Denver when Brady was the quarterback. I have difficulties believing that they're going to be good when fucking Bailey Zappi's slinging. I'm tired of. Uh, we need to fix Christmas. It needs to be on a Wednesday. Every went just always on Wednesday. Well, this, I love it on a Monday. I'll be honest, because then you get that extra. You get an extra uh, day off. 
Because if you got it on, I mean, on a Monday, Christmas Eve, Sunday, Monday's Christmas, but then, you know, usually you work the 23rd. Some people work the 24th, which is psychotic to me, but some people do it. And, uh, you know, so now you get the 23rd off and the 24th off and then 25th off. And then I just take the whole week off afterwards. But like, uh, but like, so, you know, now you get that extra day. It's a I just day. don't like football being on Christmas. No, but like, if it mattered, I'd care. Right now, I, I'll be at the fucking Saugus Christmas parade. Like fucking, it's like eight thirty at night. I'd be lucky if I see a minute of it. Yeah, but I'm just, I, I, I don't want the, I like, I don't want football. Just in general, it's all intruding. But all day, it's like shouldn't be there. I'm gonna right. watch football all day, and it's like that's gonna be my whole Christmas Eve is me watching football and getting yelled at. Like, yeah, it's kind can, of annoying. Do we need to watch supposed this? to be we, doing shit. You, the you got the, the baby's first Christmas too. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what, what time it's at because. I thought it was 8.30 at night for some fucked up reason. The Christmas parade? Yeah, 8.15 at night, the Sunday night game on Christmas Eve. Can you imagine? Like, I get shit to do. I want to be getting fucking blackout drunk. I get, like, there's nothing worse than, like, I don't know, earmuffs to kids, like, under 10. But, like, I was, like, there's nothing worse than being drunk and having to do the fucking presents. Like, it's nothing worse. Do you, like, I, like, a couple years ago, like, I heard I fell asleep on the couch. I was like, fuck. I heard rustling upstairs. I was like, oh, no, she's going to be so mad. <laughs> I was in the basement, passed out, and I ran upstairs, and she was, like, already doing the stuff. I'm like, god damn it. I fucked this one up royally. I had um, a, You know, I just can't. I was at a, I was at a party, and uh, in his family's party, and one of the, I guess it's her uncle, but he's, like, a grandfather at this point. He has all little kids. And he, he looks at one of his uh, grandsons, and he goes, uh, Hey, it must be nice, huh? Right? Like, you know, you don't have to, like, uh, believe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole party, it was, like, at once. Like, the record stopped. The whole party just stopped and turned to him. Kids, like, 10. Yeah. It was, like, believe what? Yeah. Like, what? What should I not believe? What are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you mean. It's Christmas. and The magic of Christmas? <laughs> and Santa's coming. Like, <laughs> yeah. I believe everything I need to believe. Uh, uh. Uh, it's he nothing just worse. Spilled, completely like, spilled the beans. There's got to be nothing worse. Like, my son, this is probably the last year that, like, my son's going to believe in it. So, like, it's, like, probably the last great year of Christmas in my house. Like, probably watching that magic drain out of their eyes has got to be so, just got to suck as a parent. Just be like, ugh. Now this kid is just broken, just like me. Are you guys an elf on the shelf uh, family? Uh, fuck yeah. That's one of my favorite things. Really? I love doing it. My daughter wakes up every morning amped. Literally fucking shot out of a cannon ready to go fucking search that fucking thing. I was actually, I it's already hilarious. had in my head, I was peti- petitioning them not doing it. People do that weird thing where they're like, nah, that's not part of how I grew up. I'm not doing it. So like, pretty, pretty much like, I'd say, I don't know, 80% of the people I know do it. Yeah, I love doing it because it's fucking hilarious. Like, just make them chase it, and like, I'll put that thing in like weird positions and like fucking hang. Like, stole. Like the other day, I had it like stolen by the Grinch at like the top of the TV and shit. I'm like, oh, it's fun. For-. Like, I like doing it at night and just fucking around with it and thinking of new things to do. Sometimes I just get lazy and I throw it in the cabinet, <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's in the cup cabinet today, and she'll still think it's magical. See, but, I, the- I don't know. It kind of crazy. Well, like, already like. I mean, the monitors, like, I don't think we had cameras on us when we were kids, right? We just had, like, the noise one. Oh, no. But, like, I'd we be just lucky if I had that. From a early, like, as a child, you just grew up with a, a monitor just staring at you. Yeah. That yeah. you know, like, they learned that pretty quickly. Like, that thing is watching me. It's, you might as well get used to it because that's, like, how Earth is now. So there's, there's always a camera in your face yeah, so at all times. It's that transition to this this guy that's creepily around your house. Yeah. Just following you. I, they, I, the kids fucking, I'll tell you what, they fucking love it, though. They go a- ape shit for it. 
And the only problem is the baby. She's like a fucking, literally like a terrorist. She, <laughs> she's the one thing you're not supposed to do with that dumb elf is touch it, right? So like the, you, the rule is like if it touches it, you, it loses its magic. And I don't know if this is true or not, but my wife told them that to make it get its magic back, you have to dump like sprinkle cinnamon on it. So, I mean, five out of seven nights a week, I come home and that thing is in a fucking sandcastle of cinnamon. And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Like, every single day. Like, how much are we spending on cinnamon? Because every day, I'm not, like, every day I come home and it's underneath literally an anthill of cinnamon because, like, someone gave it to the baby. It was like, it lost its magic and dumps it on there. I'm like, no, it's not what needed to happen. Yeah. It's just awful. Uh, and it just stinks and it's fucking caked in cinnamon. I'm trying to fucking wash it off every night. I mean, it's funny. I mean, I love fucking with the kids with it. Like, I'll put it, like, in their bed and fucking they'll wake up and fucking ah, scare, scare the yeah, shit out of them. They love scaring the shit out of the kids with fucking weird shit. Yeah, I didn't know. I, yeah, apparently, it's a big thing. It's a, ew, I was like, whoever I invented was it is fucking literally a genius because it's, it, they're like $30. And, like, they come with, like, now they have pets and you got to, like, uh, it started with like one elf, and then like my nephew got like a second elf. So like my my daughter's like, why don't we have a girl elf? I was like, because we got the one elf. Like we don't need two elves. And then like my wife bought like a dog for it. I'm like, come Someone on. Someone told me that it was on Shark Tank. I was like, I don't. No, so. I think you have the wrong thing because this would be foolish if this if there was only one that you could buy. And like, huh? no, there's, there's a guy who's like rich off Shark Tank from this. Oh, whoever like, invented. And I think it was a, a mother and daughter invented it, and. Whoever they are, I wish that I got in on the ground floor because I'm sure they are just gazillionaires now. They invented an entire tradition. They make fucking Christmas specials about it now. I mean, it's on Disney Channel, books, fucking everything. Oh, this dumb elf that hides at night. It was a fucking genius idea. Maybe the best idea I've ever heard of. Yeah, like, only- rocket ships, elf on the shelf. Like, that's, that's one, two. <laughs> really? Did. I didn't know I was walking to an elf house. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I would... The only invention I had that I was... Heavy on the app for, like, if you're in Stop and Shop, it would just tell you, like, all right, I'm looking for Gabonzo beans, and it tells you the exact location in the aisle in the bay. But Home Depot has that. Yeah, Home Home Depot. Depot. What, do you think you just invented that? No, that was the only one. I had that back in the day. And now Home Depot has it, and I, lo- I love telling people about it. I'm like, oh, let me check. Oh, they it's actually right out of my brain. They got it out of my brain. <laughs> this is like, I, this is early on. I had this one. I but think supermarkets don't have it. Like, if you're in a supermarket. No. Because it's because usually supermarkets are free for alls, and everyone's just throwing shit back where they had it. You know, no one, no one brings. Be- you know, people get a ketchup and like, oh, here's a ketchup, and then they'll just throw it in the fucking chips. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, it's not like it's it's a free for all. Everyone yeah. is a scumbag that's in the shops. So ninety nine percent of people in supermarkets are the worst people that live. And remember in like COVID when it was just empty and like there would be like a toilet paper. In the fucking hidden, like somebody would hide it because they forgot their wallet, put it inside the Lay's potato chips, come back for that one roll of toilet paper. Why is toilet paper such a big thing, too? Like, why did that go out of fucking stock? I know, I'm big on the, uh, have you seen the Garden documentary on HBO? No, my brother keeps talking about it's it. I don't know what it means. great. So it's this HBO doc. First of all, I'm not rich, and I don't have HBO. Uh, they have a nice deal right now. Six months for $3 a month if you're interested. Three dollars. Yeah, that's a steal. What am I, a Rockefeller? So, on the documentary, they these people they live in a commune. So they go, they build their own like outhouses and fucking kitchen, and they sleep in tents and buses and shit like that. And, like, I'm already out. I'm not sleeping yeah. in any tents. Well, obviously you're not gonna go to it. <laughs> but these people are like, they're out of their minds. In documentary or it's a movie? It's like a reality show. A oh, reality. It's show. real, and they're just like filming them, and they like. HBO clearly had Wait, them. Oh, like it's not—they're not trying to win money. They're like 
This is their life, you mean? So yeah. Doc- it's a and, documentary, basically. Yeah, and, like, there was, they were big on social media during the pandemic until, like, one of them uh, skinned a cat, and they ate the cat, and they got sick, and then someone took the cat and wore it as a hat. Like that. And then they were like, these guys are a cult. <laughs> Some, so, well, we're going to find them all dead soon. They're pushing against the cult like narrative hard. That's what yeah. they're doing the documentary. Like, no, we're just here for like peace and love. And like, it's, it's always like, peace uh, and love. And then they have like, you know, Seventh Day Adventist. And then they burn down their house and they all melt to death on the inside. It's exactly. It's yeah. like definitely strange. They're like, no, we're Wait here to live. Texas. But they all have the same like, oh, we're here and we're all living here because the government's obviously going to fail and uh, the American way of life is done. And. And everything's going to come crashing down. And then they're all going to come to my house yeah. and they're going to want me to save them. And I'm going to tell them, fuck you. <laughs> and it's like this is the Twilight Zone dude, episode. Nobody's coming to your house. No. <laughs> like You're First a all, psychopath. The people would rather die than live in a tent. Me for me included. Yeah. So anyway, there was like, a, yeah, I mean, that is literally anybody that says they're not a cult. But that's always their number one rule is like the government's going to fail and we have to stay off the grid. That's always that's cult. 101 that's like that that's where your that's amendment one in the cult constitution is government's failing we have to be off the grid that's every single time that anybody's ever started a cult or been in a cult is that reason and then uh you know and then then it gets a little wacky from there but it's always something's gonna fail or they want you dead and it's the government's fault we have to be here and you have to depend on just me, this guy. I'm the I'm the I'm the smartest guy here. It's, Believe what I say. And it's then, a list. It's then a, also drink this Kool Aid, and we all die. All people who think they're way smarter than they are, and they don't get enough credit for being how how smart they are, and now everyone's gonna finally see. Yeah. Like now you'll see how smart well, I am. There's some. There's there's I I don't know for some whatever it is. I mean these motherfuckers got leadership skills that I don't have. Like how can I couldn't get fucking one person to follow me? These guys can get hundreds sometimes. Yeah, but it's always the same people. Yeah, it's always the same. Like, oh yeah, what happened to you? Oh well, when I was a kid, my dad would invite his friends over, and yeah. it's always like nightmare stories. It after is nightmare stories. They're so always like, pedophiles. They like, all need like, yeah. Like David Koresh was like, like banging like his like the men, all the wives, like yeah. every wife, like and then the daughters. Like he would like he would have like all the women. And then their daughters, and everyone's like, "Yeah, David, whatever." He's like, "God, anyway." So like, might as well. Everybody does it, and like, and you know, it's crazy. Like, I don't know how these people can convince these people to do it, but they fucking can. There's a guy who comes in who's like, he's like trying to learn. He's like this army guy, and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, my like me and my wife, like, you know, like. There's things that, like, she can get from a woman that I can't provide, <laughs> and he keeps like pitching this, like. Oh, like we're into like threesomes, like you know, no guys, but like obviously I get to like join. Like he, it's like so <laughs> I'm allowed creepy. to be there. And then he at the end is like, so like my plan is to like I'm gonna have a commune, but it's gonna be on my property and whatever I says goes. And like, oh, you're just trying to like bang all these women <laughs> and have them and you protect them in this yeah. weird cult. Like you're trying to build a cult with all these like lost. Women. And where is this? Like Nebraska. Yeah, Tennessee and Missouri. Yeah, of course it yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's always the whole. It's time. never in fucking. It's never in fucking uh, Staten Island. You know what I mean? It's fucking always. It's somewhere in the Midwest where nobody knows where you are, and everyone has been given a fourth grade education, and like they've been just you know beaten religion into them for yep. fucking birth. You know what I mean? It's always the same type of people. And then never like, fu- like I said, there's never one in fucking West Lynn. You know what I mean? He tries to walk around like him and his wife try to walk around like naked. And then they like they're like, oh, yeah, it's like super normal and supernatural. And then be like, 
oh, like you get a, like a bug in your nipple. <laughs> Let me get it. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is no force is so uncomfortable. <laughs> you are the worst. I don't know where we've gone with this <laughs> podcast. This is what happens when the Patriots stink and just talk like this. Uh, uh, anyway, apparently we're playing Denver this week. What do you, what, what do you like? Who do you like this week? What's the, what's the line? I don't know. Patriots half, on the road. They're well now they're up to now they're down to six and a half point underdogs on the road. The zapper. Denver needs this. Denver's game. hot. Remember they were like the fucking Dolphins scored seventy points on them and they were an embarrassment. And they Russell Wilson was done and now he's all of a sudden good again. And um, you know their defense was terrible. Now it's halfway decent. Um, their offense was bad. Now it's getting better. Um, so they're on the way up. Patriots are on the way down. There's five hundred. And like one game behind the Chiefs, I believe. Sean Payton always played the Patriots well, even. Yeah, I mean, it, that, I mean, he had Breeze and he had some stacked guys. Um, it's just I don't know. I they always Patriots play hard. Win. They always play. I, don't know, I guess that. this is where you fucking. This is where you separate the men from the boys. I go. I think I. I don't know. For some reason, I don't feel good about this game at all. I feel like the Broncos are going to beat them. And it's never going to be really close. I just think it's going to be like it feels blowouty, but it also feels like. Couple early Russell turnovers. Patriots get out to a lead, and then they just hang on to it. I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening. I don't think the Patriots can hold on to a lead because um, this is the game we don't want to lose at this point. Carolina lost the game. Arizona still has three wins. If we win this game, it would really fuck us. And the way the season's going, every time we want to win, we lose, and every time we want to lose, we're gonna somehow win. We're gonna. I ruin always want our them drafting. to win. I always don't get me wrong. I always want them to win. I just have no faith in them going into Denver unproven quarterback in the fucking elements at fucking elevation and in a place that Belichick has, has traditionally not been very good in not depending on does, doesn't even matter who the quarterback was and and uh and beating a really good coach with a good quarterback and good receivers uh you know and we'll be down to like our fifth and sixth cornerbacks uh Trent Brown is fucking whining because Malik Cunningham signed with the Ravens. I'd be surprised if he's fucking even active. I would cut him today if I could. Loudmouth. Fucking, like, what was he talking about? Fucking, he's, he's yapping today about Malik Cunningham, like, never getting a chance. The fucking guy, I saw him play. He ran one play in fucking a preseason game, and everyone acts like literally prime Michael Vick got taken off the team. Why isn't he starting with the fucking Ravens if he's so fucking good? Yeah, he feels like... The fourth quarterback on a fucking Ravens team. If he was as good as like PJ Walker, we'd be like, all right, like that's where his ceiling. Like if he was Tyrod Taylor, I'm sure he would have got a shot. Yeah, you know what I mean. He was not an NFL quarterback. Maybe he'll develop into one one day. He isn't right now. Uh, not that I'll... we have any, but still, I mean, like he did have that extra uh, element of being able to run. But I don't think he could run an efficient offense. The Patriots really should just sign Lamar. We have to fix. The whole thing was like, yeah. if we sign Lamar, we're going to have to fix, we're going to have to change the whole offense, right? We're going to have to design yes. it around Lamar. At this point, we're completely fine with changing the whole <laughs> offense. Yeah, you might as well start We should have just taken Lamar, had a couple running backs and average receivers that Lamar could have made way better with good tight ends. And how, how much different are the Patriots and the Ravens offense? How much is what? How much different is the offense? It's like they have. I don't know. I don't know what the Patriots offense is, to be honest with you. It's, but I'm saying players wise. Oh. Like, they have, like, who? No. Like, the Odell Beckham is kind of worn out. I mean, Zay Flowers is really good. Zay Flowers is okay. I mean, is he that rookie. much better than Douglas? Not really. He's No, he gets more opportunity. Yeah, Douglas so is hurt. But he's if, better. Uh, they got that kid Rashad Bateman. I don't know if he does anything. But, like, 
Beckham, Beckham's pretty good. Uh, Andrews is hurt, but he's good. Yeah, he's definitely a better version of Hunter Henry. So, like, they've got a better offensive line, and they got a better, you know, overall better weapons, but not, like, not a that lot much better. better. Not a lot and better. No. How much better would they be if we had to swap them and they had Zappy and we had Lamar? No, they'd be way worse. Yeah, we'd it be would be similar. So much better. Yeah. yeah. We should have <laughs> just went with Lamar. We should have just taken Lamar and be like, fuck it, change the I still don't. I mean. He wasn't that expensive. He was open. You could have signed him if you wanted to. Wasn't he? He was a. Uh, wasn't he fucking franchised? No, he's like a restricted free agent or something. But you could you could have matched the offer. You could have matched Lamar's offer and taken him if you wanted to. Yeah. Oh, like Atlanta. Then was you have to give him a him. first round pick. I don't know how that works. I, I thought he was an unrestricted okay free that. agent. I thought he was unrestricted free agent. There was a way that a lot of teams could have got him, and the Patriots could have been one of them. Yeah. Like it wasn't that expensive, or at least set. Like no I mean, they could have drafted him, him too, and they didn't do it. So who knows? I mean, they literally but passed over him. That was when Brady was still here, right? Yeah, and I think going into his second to last year, so like, and they still had Garoppolo, I think, at the time. Yeah, there was no real like, but at this point, maybe not. You could have at least thrown an offer out that the Ravens would have it to match, so they could have said like, I mean, he signed for like, I want to say like two seventy. You could have said like, all right, we're gonna give him. Well, he wanted a fully, uh, he wanted a fully guaranteed contract. Which every quarterback who's I don't know if he got it. Good is gonna that, get. But Deshaun Watson got it. I don't know if Lamar got it. I think still no, I Deshaun think they dialed that back a little bit. I, still, I, know I think Deshaun is still the only guy that ever had it, and he's clearly not living up to it. I'm shitting my pants over here. <laughs> it's getting to you. All right. What did I say? I, the, I think the Broncos win by 10. I think it's going to be 24-14. I think uh, I think the Patriots hold on to a win 17-13. Oh, Christmas Early miracle. Lead. Yeah. All right. Early uh, lead to hang on I'm gonna, to. I'm going to make it to the turlet. So, uh, hey, let's follow me on Twitter, Malcolm Go Pod, and at Brady Disciple. And uh, – Patreon, um, you know, you can sign up for free. If you don't, you can add, you know, chip in $1 a month, the cheapest. You can go all the way up to $12 a month if you're a huge fan and want to support the squad. Um, you know, it's patreon.com slash Podcast And join the Discord, discord.com slash Podcast. Always shit talking there. Made a couple good friends in the Discord. Uh, the whole squad's in there. We have a great time. Met up, meet up at the games. Have a great time. Mountain Go tailgates. Chats at the seats. Everybody's enjoying themselves. Anyway, have a happy Christmas, happy New Year, and we'll see you in two weeks uh, if I don't die by moose attack. All right, go pass. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Seven, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about order. It's about respect. Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. The back.
love you, man. You did it, bro. I love you. I love you. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.